I have had all my clients pretty much for the whole 30 years I've been working because I feel like there's spaces that honor the soul. And so then you, you can, uh, no matter where your soul is, whether you want to ascend and grow and change, you know, your space is pretty good for a while. And uh, if you don't want to, then that's fine too. If, you, if you're if you just, you know, more 3D, then your space works as well. And you can set that up for yourself as well. When you really think, you know, don't ask your neighbor, your girlfriend, your coach, your joy coach about your design. Just go. Welcome to Finding Your Spark again. My guest today is Joanne Riley. She's an interior designer and uh, I have known her a very long time. And I'm not telling how many years because we're sisters. <laughs> but uh, I've invited her here today because she is incredibly nuanced in energetic interior design, which means that she understands how the energy moves, which is what I'm always talking about in, in terms of our emotion, and how interior design plays into that. So welcome, Joanne. Thank you for being here today. I'm delighted. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I chose this topic because, um, you know, interior design is uh, dear to me because it's like, it is both a reflection of where we are and who we are and what we're experiencing and also can lead us in a direction emotionally. And I think that uh, when we do things more purposefully, then we get better answers, right? We get set up. So I noticed just recently that you can really set yourself up for failure, you know, uh, with the design choices, the bigger design choices. And then when you're in that life, with those choices already made, you the life is harder and you don't know why. And you're just like, I don't understand why I'm why it's so hard. <laughs> so I'd love to talk a little bit about that today. Can't wait. That it is so true. All of that is true. So I'll give you an example that happened today. <laughs> Literally today. Um, so I'm in this house. It is already designed. I, I don't have a choice over that in this particular moment, right? All the decisions have been made before I got here. And um, there's a big kitchen. It's very nice. I like it very much. But I needed to fill out some medical forms online. So I'm carrying my computer around and they're asking me about what, it, what supplements and this and that and the other thing. And the place where I keep all of that kind of material, right? All the things that are being taken that qualify for that quiz that they give you, <laughs> the doctors, um, are in a cabinet that is off by itself and has no power anywhere near it. So my computer runs out of batteries. I have no way to plug my batteries in. Suddenly I'm taking all of my mother's stuff out of the cabinet and bringing it to another area. And now there's complete disorganization, right? So now there's an unpacking of, an, of a cabinet. There's going to have to be a repacking of the cabinet. There's going to have to be a double checking that we didn't miss anything, misplace anything, uh, forget exactly how we keep things so we remember how to do them. Like it's a ridiculous amount of energy to spend. So, uh, yeah, and time and, and like 
it just sucks off the excess energy that becomes joy for you, right? This is the energy that we can tap into to create that really creative, happy, playful, joyous place. And, and if we're spending it on moving the vitamins around, there's problems, right? Definitely. This is, this is so up oh, my right now. Oh, it gets better. It timed out. The, the event timed out. <laughs> oh, no. And it was a 13-page questionnaire. Oh, my gosh. And it timed out at page seven. And I was, and I was no so saving. upset. I was so upset. Nothing saved. I had oh. to start over. I just spent 40 minutes filling out the form and there I was starting over again. So, so let's talk about like, how do we be super deliberate when we're setting up our spaces? I mean, that's a silly example. It's just one plug, but. Oh, it's a great example. No, one, right. What? It's just one plug. I mean, that's just is take that out of there. It's one plug. So I'm. we've been doing a lot of built-ins and we've always done a lot of built-ins, but we're doing a lot of kitchens and studies and things like that. So incorporated in that is the electricity and the, the um, sound solutions and the every, every element of design has to go into it and um, be specific. And so like we literally measure people's, the number of pots and pans they have that they're going to keep if they're moving or whatever, the number of everything that they have, how many vitamins they have and, and where do they go and how do they function. We specifically design cabinets for it. There's got all, they've got all kinds of insets and different things that you can actually use to keep yourself organized. I've been le recently doing it with a professional organizer for the nitty nitty gritty because it is like it totally changes your life you have everything at the ready you can uh your your life becomes easy you know there's no decisions you just go this is where it is it's always there you can put it back because you actually have a spot for it and it's and it's designed for that. everything in your house has a spot think imagine that you know yeah, imagine that's that. how, that's, yeah. That would be I, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Different places I've lived, I've had that and it really changes your life. You're you can you exponentially expand because there are no of the um little decisions that take your attention constantly away from whatever it is that you actually want to be doing and not really just finding the vitamins and filling out the form for three or four hours. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you're reminding me of two things as we talk about this. One is, uh, I don't know if it's myth or reality, but the story about Einstein only wearing black outfits, right? That like there are ways that we can, can just take the decision fatigue out of our life by just going like, that outfit's good, I'll buy 20 of them, you know? I'm mostly with him. <laughs> My ex, I was thinking about this. I was thinking my ex wore this. He had like suits that had a belt, a shirt. It's got like a thing for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know. if Then I was thinking if you always see someone on Mondays, you have to rotate your suits. <laughs> no. But he, he had no decisions on that. And I and it had shoes and had the whole complete thing. So he never had to choose that. I, on the other hand, being a creative, I try to make up something new every day, but I notice it really takes a lot of time. I do tend to, wear, to go with Einstein and just wear the black. It makes it easier. What's interesting to me is that the way you're talking about the suit with the belt and the tie and the shirt, and I know what to do. Um, yeah, absolutely complete. It's how I function in a kitchen. 
So if I'm baking something specific, or if I'm even if I'm just baking, and uh, the cup measuring cups are not in that area, they're in another area, and you know, like this, I I run out of steam in the middle of my baking, right? I'm like, oh, this is too hard. I was having fun. Now I have to search for things. Like, I don't want to do it. Usually right? halfway through the this is like, I probably don't have it. <laughs> Here it is when you open the next cabinet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes, a lot of my clients have big kitchens. And so it, it's hard to, to, and everybody cooks differently. You know, some people do like, all the flowers and stuff over here rather than the whole recipe they just like the items the same in different yeah. pantries and stuff like that yeah so i think noticing when you're when you're a kit thinker and when you're a global thinker like somebody who's this is my kitchen and i know where every ounce of it is and therefore flour is over here and measuring cups are over there and i know and it like all makes sense to me that's that's how my late husband was you know he he wanted things in in very specific places and now i'm a kit thinker you know i'm like well if it's not it within this much space i cannot find it an arm's reach away <laughs> is all i got you know <laughs> yeah and then it becomes less enjoyable you stop baking it's like not you know it doesn't it's not the same thing yeah so yeah, yeah. Yes. Just, I, th that's the whole idea of custom design. It's like exactly how you live, exactly how you want to live. And when you work with a designer, they have to ask you a lot of questions and be an observant and wise in how you live and how your family lives. Like you brought up your partner. He lived in a maybe the same way, maybe a different way, you know? And so how do we solve that? How do we make everybody comfortable so everybody can thrive in their own homes? Yes. Well, in my case, how you are comfortable is you do whatever your husband wants you to do in the kitchen. <laughs> and then you're just grateful you never have to cook. That works. Um, that and works. he was a fantastic cook, right? So like, what do I care? Um, so uh, something you were just bringing up, um, we were talking about kind of you know, in my line of work, we talk about emotional entrainment. We practice, right? We practice how we feel and we practice what we think. And when we practice, then we can make different choices in the moment. We're used to a different set of thoughts and feelings, all of that. The whole terrain is different. And so I wonder, um, when your clients are looking at floor plans, is there, do they practice? Like, do they look at it and go like, hmm, I'm gonna go over in that spot and I'm gonna do this. What if I did that? Oh, look, there's no plug in the wall. <laughs> Mostly no, they don't, but they do. They, I do have the very first client I ever had because I try to think of every single thing and my team, every single thing that might be more general and then might be more specific. So. Yeah, no, I don't think they really do do that. I think, you know, they're, my clients are basically not DIYers. They, they're counting on me and my team to put every single thing that they need. And, uh, you know, and there's so much available. So I had a presentation yesterday and just a simple closet because um, it was he didn't want to spend a lot of money on his closet. So we did really simple, nice. 
But then I have five pages of questions. How do you keep your belts? How do you keep your scarves? How do you keep your shoes? Do they, you know, do you want this? Do you want that? And that was just like the simplest closet possible. It was just a basic walk-in closet. Had five pages and three items on each page of just questions. And, uh, you know, how do you keep things? How do you like stuff? He's like, yeah, I I really would like a place to sit down, you know, or something as easy as that because I never had that in my closet, you know, so... Um, yes, really thinking ahead, really, if you're, if you're doing it yourself, just really, really research online because there is a lot of information available, but you should think both big picture. What is this industry standard? Because that provides a lot of good information. And then how do I do it? So you have both because that way, usually the broad spectrum of a family or a couple gets covered because you have like kind of all sides of it. So it really does sound like you, as a designer, you're similar to the position of a coach like me, where the, your <laughs> clients don't have to do the thing, right? They, they, you, you lead them through, you know the right questions, you're able to go like, hmm, I see you veering off in the direction of 28 colors in your bathroom, huh? Let's talk about that. <laughs> Which is the same as, you know, something that I would do with, with my clients in terms of emotion. Yes. Um, that's a really valuable thing. Yeah. Well, you're, the setting is so important to emotion. I mean, you can be the most uh, volatile person, but if you have a super organized, super connected to you home or space or even just a closet, whatever you can get that's your own, that's your safety space. So you can always call yourself back there. If you can't call yourself back in any other place in the house, maybe it's busy or different things are going on, that just that one place needs to be totally something that you just go in and go, oh. and I'm kind of lucky I get to design houses that people walk in and go, oh, listen, I'm home, I'm safe. This is the best place for me. And that's, you know, that's the dream. And that keeps your brain orderly. You don't have any extra decisions when you're walking around your house. Everything's already um, uh, set up for you. And the designer prefers that you don't move anything. <laughs> <laughs> or, the, to know. or the cleaning people. To, they, they don't move anything. Because it's it's every, I mean, we, we go in and we move things a quarter of an inch sometimes on an installation. We have the best installation teams because they're like, okay, we did it. And they're like, think, oh, it's really good. And then we go in a quarter or a half inch, whatever. Every designer does it because that's the, uh, you know, that's the key. That's the magic thing. And uh, when we leave, if, you know, if you go in and go, this is everything I dreamed of, which most of our clients do, then if you can leave it like that, of course, live in it, you know, it gets messy, then you pick it up after a week, but basically live all, leave all the core things in place. Then you've got that solid base that elevates you beyond what you otherwise be, because you'd be spending your time moving the lamp from left to right or redesigning the room every three weeks, you know, you there's all of that is taken out of the equation for them. Yes, yes. I find, obviously, I don't have a designer. I didn't force my sister to come down here. And and I didn't come up with a budget for her to use. None of it. 
So I do that. I do the thing that you're talking about, I, right? I find myself like, huh, I have this new area of my life I'd like to work in. How am I going to do that? Where am I going to put it? What kind of furniture do I need? And there's so many decisions, right? It's just like, wow, okay. So um, yeah, yeah. And I love that you're talking about, so when you were talking about that conversation about that closet, that you were really talking about, I mean, these may not be the words, but what makes you feel good? And this is an important conversation when it comes to physicality and mental interaction and emotional interaction. It's all about like, in what way do I feel better in this moment or do I not feel better and I need to adjust something either in my environment or in my internal story. And so that thing where he said like, oh, that would be nice. He just used his imagination for a second. He said, oh, I never had that before. That sounds sparkly. Let's do it. Well, he didn't say sparkly, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean <then> that. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so this is, um, I feel like this is a great uh, kind of guide for us in terms of how do we go through the world? Yes. And the interesting thing about design and the world is that you're in motion. Everything's in motion. It's not like you can just, I say, set everything and then live around it, which is, you know, good design. You can do that. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes the pillows go on the floor and the different stuff. And how is that going to make you feel when things are like that? Is that okay? You know, how, that's, you know, for us and our design team, we have to think all that through. You know, oh, I know they wouldn't want them on the floor, so we better make a window seat over here, throw the pillows over there off the bed or something like that. You know, just really things that so that you've got a way to live throughout your entire day that doesn't have any, as you said, any decisions, any extra decisions. You just have your own uh, thoughts to mind, your own body to tend to, your own energy, and then you can thrive at something else, whatever you want to be doing, because your home already brings you joy and the, and the colors and the design and the simplicity or the complexity. I have clients that like really complex design and that's how they're comfortable. There you can sit whole and real right inside a uh, what looks to us like a lot of movement, but it's not to them. Really nice. Really nice. Now, I know that, um, so you're talking about this movement concept, right? That like life keeps moving, right? And I, I love that. And I love that just a second ago, you were talking about putting things in a way that are so precise because really that's about energy, right? That's about how does the energy move around the room? And that's something that needs to be felt. It's what designers are really good at is being able to feel that energy and, and manipulate it in that tiny way to kind of, you know, amplify the good that is there. Um, and I know you are a big meditator. So I would love to talk to you just a little bit about uh, how quieting your mind can change your experience of that sort of decision fatigue that can happen in your space. Like what changes when we're different? Like, okay, Everything. so here I am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything changes when you change. No question. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I do love to meditate because uh, I have, 
I've always been very energetic and very, um, uh, really a, a, a nervous system that is quite energized. And uh, over time, I wanted less of the nervous energy and more of the calm energy. Now, I have an unbelievable imagination, so I do feel like it didn't really inhibit me. It just wasn't as easy a life until I could calm down my nervous system. And I do find through, um, I particularly follow Dispenza because he has long meditations and not everybody needs that. I personally need that because sometimes I could go three quarters of the way and still be thinking about somebody's house, somebody's ties, where they are or whatever. And then finally I can drop in and, and access a different world, a different calmness, a different, for me, a different nervous system that I really enjoy now. And, uh, and when you have that internally, then you notice more things maybe about your house, like, oh, wow, I really don't like it when there's 75 things out anymore. I really like it calmer and I could take those out of a cabinet or, what, or whatever it, change it is for you. Or some people are like, oh, I'm calmer, so I could have more art. I could have more things around me. So I think when you, when you change everything, as obviously enough, everything does change. And, um, and, and it, it, uh, sometimes then you have to call your designer. Or, or actually, when people change a lot, they move. They usually move. And then you start, you kind of, you don't have to start all over. You could take some things that you have, or you could start all over. Because you are different, your space needs to be different. And sometimes the space makes you grow. Sometimes you grow, and you have to get a different space. So it, it could be either or both. I, I have had all my clients pretty much for the whole 30 years I've been working because I feel like there's spaces that honor the soul. And so then you, you can, uh, no matter where your soul is, whether you want to ascend and grow and change, you know, your space is pretty good for a while. And uh, if you don't want to, then that's fine too. If you, if you're just, you know, more 3d, then your space works as well. And you can set that up for yourself as well. When you really think, you know, don't ask your neighbor, your girlfriend, your coach, your joy coach about your design. Just go inside. No, go, don't do no, it. No, don't ask him. No, don't well, ask me. Coach, you have good taste. Call Joanne That's if you want taste. a good designer. But but the thing that oh, I've always said that is that you got to somehow, and I try to hold space and allow that for my clients so that they know that their answer is right. We also don't give options that are bad. So if your designer is giving you three options, they're all three of them are good options. And sometimes you you can feel or sense or think, mostly it's the feeling that works though. If you feel like, oh, that, I really love that one, I love that. And that usually you they leave them and you could think about it. And then whatever you're attracted to repetitively, that's your inner soul talking to you. Those are the things you go, oh, I really, she didn't bring me any green. I really wanted green to, in this house. Then that's something you speak up and, and say about and go, yeah. And, you know, no matter what your house is, you can always, you know, a talented person could always make it feel like you. And so if it includes something that they didn't think of, that's fine. They just need to expand on that. And, and you have to... Um, if you're doing it yourself, you have to really, you know, go quiet and access, you know, magazines are great. Um, 
course, um, Instagram, you know, wherever you see great design, you can collect those pictures and, uh, you know, see what do they have in common? What, what do I like? We often don't know what we like if we don't do it every day. And so we can look at a variety of things and then just um, see what are the, is the commonality of it. And, and also, too, I would say if you're going to do stuff on your own, sometimes it's worth it to do a lot of stuff and then get hire just a, um, a design coach or somebody to look at it for an hour, pay for an hour or two hours or something. And then because sometimes you don't see the commonality, but somebody professional would see the commonality in what you like. And it, it just elevates you, making it easier for you to have a better life and more joy. I, I love that you're talking about this in terms of um, going within. And I, I one of the things that I love about living on the planet and the physical world is that we get to do both, right? We get to really uh, connect to the part of us that exists in that mysterious space. I like to call it non-physical or spirit or, you know, there's plenty of words, but whatever it is for you, that that sort of mysterious space that nobody sort of has words for. Um, I love that we get to live like that. And there's plenty of people going around like, Joanne and like me and meditating and then there's the monks they do it all the time and things like this right but there are also so many incredible three-dimensional options for us and that that there's this dance that can happen between those two worlds as it were right where when we make a physical choice then our spirit responds and like you're not separate you're you're not separate you're all together you exactly and yeah. you don't have to meditate if you don't want to you do whatever no you want <laughs> no you do not whatever you want to do <laughs> that's and right because that's even right. reading or whatever or listening to music or I, my clients are so interesting they a lot of them play music i just found out one of them does beautiful art he, I never do, even knew it. I've known him for years and I didn't know he was, he does portraits and gorgeous. So how that's so important to know for me so that I can put that into this uh, space that he's, you know, it's a bigger space than he's had. I think he didn't want to a lot space to it um, because it wasn't as important and he didn't have as much space. So now we can allot space to that. So yes, it doesn't matter what you do, It was, but you have to do things that bring your soul joy and there's, so many good options here on the earth. And that sort of interplay, I think a lot of times uh, when people, it's one of the reasons I like talking about interior design. It's like, it's super concrete, you know? And a lot of times when people hear, you know, you're a joy coach or a spiritual person or anything like that, they're like, whoo, okay, I don't know how to connect to that because that's in the realm of, we don't know, right? right. And, uh, but, it, but it isn't right. Cause we're living out the expression of that through our design choices, through our everyday choices, through where we put the electrical plug, Exactly. <laughs> right? like amazing, exactly. amazing how much interplay we get to have. And I love that you were talking about how, like, it doesn't matter if you want to meditate and, uh, I, you know, you should do what you love is kind of the thing right and a lot of times people don't recognize what they love yet 
So that's in that piece that you'll find me talking about a lot in with my clients and in my programs about awareness, right? About really raising that awareness so that you can make really good choices that do help you heal your past and, you know, be intentional in your current, right? And practice your future that you want and all of those kinds of things. Um, and I feel like uh, that that applies to this as as well, right? It's like yeah, to, I, I mean, think, it's, I I can, it goes, when I say that, it's like a process I would use to just pick out how to set up my room. Yeah, I think it goes to. I think it was well said there because I think it goes to trust yourself, and sometimes we need someone to mirror us back so that we go, oh yeah, I I now I kind of hear what I'm saying, and um, and and that and you are actually making the decisions. You're just. Uh, having a sounding board, which is very important. I, then I, my mind jumped to, oh, sound solutions. You know, sound solutions are incredibly important in uh, design. Any, you know, fabric on the walls, whatever. Um, uh, actually, we were just doing a study at the end of the, this house, and we did padded doors on this one thing. And she goes, oh, finally, I got my padded broom I always wanted. <laughs> Well, I think it's so interesting how the sound of a space can change your feeling of uh, anxiety and decision fatigue and all of those things, right? You can make four decisions in, in a room that sounds slappy and is difficult to, to be in because it's like, I don't know, there's all these hard surfaces. And uh, then you go into a perfectly comfortable room and you're like, oh yeah, I can make another 10 decisions. It's fine. You right. Know? So those, those are so practical, those changes, you know? Right. And they seem, and other people might think, oh, that's so frivolous or unimportant, but really it just changes everything about yourself. This so goes to detail. And I think, you know, you and I have probably talked about it. I know we've talked about it off camera, but we may have talked about it on camera before, but to, to this concept that the reason we hire specialists <laughs> a lot of times is because we don't know every dang thing, right? And so when you hire someone who's been a designer for 30 years, or you hire someone who studies happiness for a living, then you're gonna get a different array. There are different things on the buffet than, than would be on your buffet, where you're like just trying to figure out what, oh, paint, we need paint, yeah, we need paint for a, <laughs> a design, right? So. Uh, so yeah, I think thinking about it that way is so like it, it makes it so clear to me that when I pick to co-create with somebody like that, what I do is just bust open the doors, right? On the possibilities for how much better my life can get without me even knowing how that can be that unknown space. I have a good example of that. My nephew lives in England with his uh, wife and they were like, we don't know what to do with this kitchen because they're, they're small kitchens and we just want to pick a paint color. Well, of course, I go down the big road. Of, oh, we can have this and we can do that. And what about this? And ask him a thousand questions. And at, at the end of the day, after we went through all that, we're like, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to paint. But we got to the paint because we went down this whole road after thinking of all the many, many things we could do, how they want to do it, what they actually are going to do in there, all this many things. They're like, we're not going to do any of that at the end of the day. We are going to pick this color because we had those other thoughts. 
So that, that was a really good lesson for me being pretty far down a road where most of my clients are like, yes, let's just gut. And they were like, no, we just want to pay. So if you, if you give yourself a new dimensions with your uh, space or with your, any decisions you're making, then you can make the simplest decision easy because you have, you're, you're informed. Yeah. And how powerful are thoughts about it, right? Looking at things from different angles, getting a new perspective, uh, yeah, how powerful that all is. Sometimes when we unpack things and we go down and the journey is important to the destination, right? The destination looks different when we get there. Uh, if we take a different road to get there, like, oh, you can have these three colors, even if that color was one of them, they would be like, uh, okay, yeah, but I guess we'll pick this one. It's really different. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly. Totally different because you didn't have your, you know, your soul wasn't really connected to it because you didn't have enough information. And I think that's that, you know, information is key, mm. you know. Mm. Mm. I love that. Well, we could talk all day and often do. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but for the podcast, uh, we, I'm going to, to wrap it up here. I want to remind everybody, Joanne's, um, uh, contact information is on the platform that you're on. Please visit her website, connect with her on social media, uh, look at the projects. I mean, I uh, really, really admire the work. Of course, I have known this work for a very long time and have seen so many incredible projects. So if nothing else, there's uh, Instagram with really beautiful projects on it. So um, definitely connect there. I also want to remind you guys that these things that we're talking about, right, they are in uh, the, the free gift handout that I have on my website. There's a whole 17 pages or something about these these exact concepts, right? They are in the programs that I do where we really talk about how to get a different perspective and how to be different, right? We have a program right now called Abundant Joy. It's amazing in that it's only 14 days and it's jam-packed because in 14 days you get to this place where you, you, you've unlocked all the doors and you know how to go through. So, uh, you know, check all that out on my website at donalyn.blog. It's all there. You can take the quiz, you can uh, get the handout, and they, they will lead you to the place where you get to find some abundant joy. So check that out when you have some time. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, and if you need a private coach, she's like, if you're a CEO or a COO or you have a lot of important decisions, Donna is quick. She was the CEO of a multi-million dollar company for many years and uh, did very well by our families. And so I can't This is what happens when you let your up. sister come on your podcast. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You end up blushing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Joanne. Me. A lot of fun. Take care. Yeah, no, it really has. Thank you so much. And we will see you guys next week. <laughs>